0: Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I'm Beatrice Murad, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And April Collins. Hi there. Today we will be discussing the 22nd episode of Fruits Basket, Because I Was Happy, Warning, spoilers for everything that has aired up to this point. Some of us have read the manga. Some of us have seen the early 2000s version of the anime. But we won't be spoiling anything beyond episode 22. You can find out more about this podcast at overlyanimated.com. You can subscribe to us on iTunes at overlyanimated.com slash iTunes. On Spotify, link is on our website. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash animated. So, ladies, tell me why this is like the best episode of the entire season. Like, I will take, I will take. notes I'll take everything just tell me why it's so great Michelle um or April uh, no
1: April go because she's great last time
2: um I was gonna say because Hanajima is the best she's the best (laughs) she is my girl and uh my heart like broke for her this entire episode like I think the first time that I watched it I was just kind of like crying and sniffling the entire time yeah and I I love her so much, and also like she's super lucky to have Uachan and Toru because they're best, like the best friends anyone could ever want or have. And like, like this this was a very solid episode in my opinion. And so what was,
0: what you, again, uh, thank you, Michelle, for reminding me. You weren't here for the last uh, podcast. What did you think of the previous uh, episode?
2: What was the previous
1: episode? Um, it was, oh, it
2: was the, yeah, the
1: girls go to her house. and uh, they get scared by her brother. Uh,
2: I I liked getting to meet her brother. Um, I listened to the like I listened to the rest of you guys talk about it, and like I don't know, like it didn't like I had problems with the episode, and a lot of the things you guys talked about, kind of like um, like. uh like Saki taking on like this mothership, like this needing to protect Toru kind of role um I felt that I could relate to a lot so if you're listening and you haven't listened to the previous podcast go do it because then you'll understand what I'm talking about because I don't want to get into it too much um but like I don't know like this like the episode that we got this week is what I was hoping we would have gotten last week gotcha almost Mm -hmm. Um, maybe like with a different title, um, because I think this would have been like a much better like introduction to Saki, um, or like to you know, because we got the two episodes with her, and so like I think maybe I would have enjoyed last week's episode more after having watched this week's.
1: Right. You know what I mean? Just,
2: just because like, like, like they're like night and day. Like last week's was. I was intended to be extremely lighthearted and like fun. And then this week's was very, very like serious. So they are complete opposites. And I feel like I would have appreciated last week's more after having watched this week's. Maybe I'll go back and watch last week's and see if like I truly like it better or something along those lines. So,
0: okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, Michelle, what did you think about this episode?
1: I am legitimately shocked that Saki's wave power is real. <laughs> and what do you mean you're like... shocked? You didn't yeah. buy it. I thought she was just really perceptive. I honestly didn't think she could like make people sick and read their minds for real. I thought she was just really perceptive. <laughs> like in a world where people can be pursed with the Zodiac. I mean, it's not that far out of left field. But like, it, I, it really honestly did kind of take me by Surprise, but I mean, like, oh man, I I don't know, I I enjoyed last week's episode. I think I said this on the podcast before, just because like it's the most kind of normal, healthy response yeah. to say like jealousy we've gotten, and just like dealing with the the trials of having friends have new friends and them kind of getting other things out of those new friends, and and essentially moving away from you a little bit. Even though they still care about you, but I remember Beatrice like really wanted like to get into oh, yeah. some more like backstory. So like we got that half of it this this episode, and I think like it's all really good stuff, and it really hits you where it hurts as like a lot of these episodes tend to do, but. I mean, I really liked it. I honestly, I'm still like really from the fact that her parents are both so Amazing. just like on her side the entire time. Like, they're even like willing to move when they see how much she's getting bullied, which, like, objectively, like, yeah, like a parent should do that. And that's totally normal and, and right. But like if, for this show, it's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, can you believe it? They're they like <laughs> they're their so so parents. Parents, They'll even move for her. Yeah. Which is just like, crazy and like megumi is like such a good person and he's such a good brother to her and like when, when he talks to her like why are you, why don't you tell our parents that like you're getting bullied like do you think you deserve it you don't deserve it but if you don't believe that i'm just gonna pray that somebody comes who can love you so, cause you deserve that and you're a great sister. And it's just like, oh my God, like this boy, yeah, like him and Lomigia are just like amazing top tier quality boys. I mean, yeah. please make more <laughs> for the show. <laughs> I want a whole band of them. Yeah. But I mean, I I think it was, yeah. it was just so, it was such a relief and so nice to have, like already she had kind of a, a familial support network, which not really a lot of other people in the series do, even though like, she was being so bullied. And it's interesting that so many people have been bullied in the show. Yeah. I like, guess it's such a reoccurring thing, but for very different reasons, I guess. But again, that's what makes it so believable that Toru and Ochan would reach out to Saki because like, they've been there right. and they know she kind of sticks out. And that's why they try extra hard to bring them into their friend group. And it's just like oh it's it's just all good. It just makes so much sense based on like all the character interactions we've seen before. So I really enjoyed it a lot. This was a really strong episode for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I mean it to, for me for me this as, a, as like a standalone. This is like the best episode for me. Like yeah, the Uochan arc was incredible. Um, and I think as like a two parter, the Wuchan one, I think, is the winner, but as a standalone, mm-hmm. like one episode, like you can only get one. This is the one I would tell people this is the one. For me, yeah. at least. Because she is the best character, she deserves the world. I love her, and um just these these friends are the greatest friends, and this friendship. Um, so before we get into Something before we get deeper into the episode, I did want to go back to kind of this uh, April. You kind of st- touched upon it, but I did want to talk about episode twenty-one because last week we weren't a we. It was a very interesting discussion. It wasn't that we didn't we disliked the episode. There were just a lot of the episode, a lot of elements of the episode that kind of rubbed us the wrong way, especially just the focus on those three girls. Um, mm-hmm. and I was just curious because this is like this is Saki's two-parter. Like we got Uochan's two-parter, so I was just curious. Just one, I mean, April, you already mentioned it. How if they had had had, had they aired this one first and then done the other one, would it be stronger? Had the order been reversed? Or op- another option is had had they done this like they did Uochan's, which is they weave the stories together and split it up separately instead of splitting it up so separately. Would that have worked better? I'm just curious what you guys think. If do you do you like the way they did it in that they had these two separate things? Do you wish that it was in reverse? Do you wish they had interweaved the stories? Like part of me wishes that maybe this episode had come first, but I don't know if I would say I wanted these two stories to have like woven in together because this episode is so strong for me that I'm like, I don't want anyone to touch it.
2: yeah yeah i i agree that i i don't or i guess i agree um i don't i wouldn't want them weave together like they did uochans because uochans made sense to weave together like because it was kind of like her past meeting up with her present kind of situation whereas this um they don't necessarily like like, weave together. Like, for Saki, they don't weave together like Uotans did. But I do... I still do think that, like, this episode should have gone first because then I think some of the issues... Like, again, like, we talked about, like, how, like, Saki or you guys did and um, how, like, protective she is of her friend and, like, how, you know, we touched base on, like, how much, like, Toru means to her. And I feel like this episode... Um, this week gives that context that we didn't have when we watched it and so like again I think that if they were reversed like last week's episode would have seemed stronger just because then like we would understand like where Saki is coming from just a little bit more um I mean you could maybe kind of like weave them just a little bit like at the tail ends to like sort of um like bring it together like right. they could have mm-hmm. yeah like they could have done something like at the end of last week's that like sort of went um you know maybe just talking about like her you know her being like Toru means all this so much to me x y and z and then we get sort of like these not i guess necessarily like flashbacks of like Toru and like Uchan from this episode um like you know forcing the friendship on her or something like that it kind of like what we did with uo U- where we had like that very first like cold open was yeah. um her coming home like something along those lines to just bring it bring it all together gotcha. um but be and i think that's something else too is that like i feel like they need to be connected just a little bit more um if not barely because again like there's such a stark difference between like this week's and last week's and so, it, it like, like you could have maybe almost like split these episodes apart and put them like three or four or even like five episodes away from each other, and they still would be like the same. Does that make sense? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, whereas like Uochan's like they had to be together. Like, and also her story is a little bit longer because she was closer to, um, uh, what's her name? Yeah, oh. Kyoko. And so, like, so it makes sense that, like, Uochan's, like, story was spread up between two episodes, whereas, like, Saki kind, you know, like, kind of knew, like, Kyoko, but, like, wasn't as close and, like, Kyoko wasn't, like, as weaved into her life as she was for Uochan, so. Gotcha, gotcha.
0: Michelle, what about you? What do you think?
1: Where you mm-hmm. in? I actually think this order is pretty fine, Oh, I I honestly don't have any strong opinions, though. I think for me, if we had, say, gotten this one before episode 21, I could see potentially one downside to that just being that if we know, like, the, the struggles specifically Saki had gone through, I feel like I'd have even less patience and maybe even more hostility towards the Yuki fan club. Right. Just just That's by fair. knowing everything and being like, like, how dare you like, bother this girl? Do you know what she had to put up with in her last school? But <laughs> isn't that a good thing to have more of that
0: impact of like, oh, you are horrible. Because it makes all everything that happens in that episode that much more heavy. And yeah. Impactful.
1: It, yeah. It, and I like I don't know I feel like I I prefer kind of getting it this way because I feel like the nice thing about having episode 21 first is that we we have like a vague sense of Saki and her powers and that's kind of like we're, we're kind of on the level honestly of the Yuki fan club at that point right. like oh there's something about her but we don't know what's in her house and we don't know her family so it's like we're, we're entering it through their perspective which I think is objectively kind of a fun thing to do I wish that the girls were like more fleshed out interesting characters yeah. so it'd be like easy to identify with them in that moment, but that seems to be part of what that episode's trying to do for us as viewers. And like, I think that definitely would have gone away if this would have been first. So I don't mind having the backstory later because, like, again, too, like, you can understand why Saki is so hurt by not having Toru as much in her life, just because we've seen how important Toru is to so many people. Right. So we don't need to know exactly like what their situation was when they were younger to, to feel like the full impact of that. So I feel like that's another reason that I don't necessarily think this one needed to come first, but I mean, you could flip them either way. I think it it certainly wouldn't like ruin anything like changing the order, but I'm kind of fine with it is right now. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I. If
0: anything, it would be I'd make certain tweaks to twenty one. Maybe to allude more to twenty two, like April mentioned, just mm-hmm. just to link them more. But it, that would just purely be to make twenty one a little bit better, not to because twenty two is perfect. It is a perfect. Episode. <laughs> it's a really episode. strong
1: episode. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So we something that really stood out to me is the brutality of the bullying in this episode. Because we we see I mean, we've seen instances like for instance with Akito, we see the how brutal he can be. We see with um with Kisa, it was the the um just it how like how emotionally traumatizing it would be to just be ignored by everybody. But this was like this kid shoved like an iguana into Saki's like mouth practically. I know. And it was, it was, I mean, for me, I was just like, my goodness, children are horrible. (laughs) Maybe Uh that's not the message, but also, like, dang. Um, Yeah. So, is there, and it's interesting because kids do defend her in the beginning. In the beginning, you had those girls being like, leave her alone. They were saying, like, what are you doing? But there was never, there was never, like the words can only do so much right so i was just curious about mm-hmm. about your reaction to the bullying and and what what did that bring out in you because for me it just made me very one obviously protective but it it just it just it, it made me really think like okay well why didn't anyone speak up oh wait someone did speak up but nothing happened like and and then and then it all escalated into that moment that was so traumatizing for for Saki, but I was just curious, what did you guys think about it?
2: Um, I feel like it was a really accurate portrayal of being bullied as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And like, the extremes of it, um, while they're very shocking, aren't like, extremely surprising either. And, like, just, like, the way that it's laid out, you know, like, you know, someone, like, people did try and stick up for her. But, I mean, at a certain point, like, as kids, you kind of learn. I think it's just, it's a terrible thing that people, like, eventually are just like, look, I'm sticking up for this person. But then you, they, in, in a way, it's, like, that, that, like, heroic part of them or that, like, courageous part of them, um gets beaten down whenever right. nothing gets done because and then like it becomes like imprinted into your brain like okay well if i speak up nothing's going to happen so what does it matter kind of situation right. and so i think like that very much like again it's super terrible but like i think that's very well portrayed like what being bullied as a kid looks like and then like you know like um like not wanting to say anything like like all of that was just like very, very traumatic. I mean, hers was like a very extreme case, and then, of course, like it escalates so quickly for her, and like just snowballs out of control from there and so i I was just like i i like i want to say like mortified, but like at the same time, like um like this explains Saki and who she is and why she is the way she is and why she seems very like closed off and like almost sort of emotionless um and that's just from like being overwhelmed by everybody's thoughts the bullying and you know so like that's just it's just I don't know did, did Bullying. Yeah. <laughs> Bullying's never okay. <laughs> but did, did, do you think we should have? They should have
0: incorporated because we did get that in the beginning. Her hearing other people's voices. Do you think they should have incorporated that bit more in these scenes? Because they didn't. Like basically, we he, see this, and then we don't see. We hear her hear, hear her hearing other people's thoughts, and then that never comes back again. Should they have incorporated that more in the episode? Like hearing
2: like her what other kids think of her, like whatever. I don't think so because I think what they show like they gave us was like I think it was good that they like let us know that that was what was going on like inside of our head right. but I don't think we needed it any more than that I think it would have been overwhelming mm-hmm. um Because, like, you have to understand, like, she's already being bullied, and then she's probably hearing what these kids are thinking as well on top of that. So, like, and that's something that, like, I took into account while watching, too, was I was like, oh, my gosh, like, not only is she just being, like, it would have been one thing if they were just, like, thinking mean thoughts about her, but they weren't just thinking mean thoughts. They were acting upon those mean thoughts as well. And so, I think that, like... It wasn't necessary. It just would have been overwhelming to like hear what all of them were thinking all at the same time while like having those like sort of traumatic scenes like play out in front of you. So I'm I'm okay with the the fact that we didn't have like sort of touch base and we we like bring it up again later whenever it stops for her. Right. But I don't think it needed. I don't think it needed to be like a constant
1: thing that we were witnessing.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Michelle, what about you? What do you think?
1: Um. Oh man, I had a thought, and then I forgot. Basically, um, I think like I agree with April that this is like a very believable form of bullying. Um, and I do. It's like, it's so subtle. I think like I didn't really like piece some of it together till to the second time I watched it. But it's like so. I think what happened is basically like Sasaki has this power. It's very overwhelming. Because of that, she is kind of quiet and subdued by nature around people because she can't, like, stop hearing their thoughts all the time. Um, and that has a pretty huge effect on her. So these, bo- these guys single her out and they say, like, you're always, like, quiet and look gloomy. You must be a witch. So, like, they, they know, one, she's, like, kind of on her own. And two, like, she seems different from the other kids. And so she's, like, an easier target, I guess. Um and I think that's part of like when the when the girls like notice she's being like bullied by these boys and like what are you doing they they probably don't know her cuz she keeps to herself yeah. so it's like they mm-hmm. they like don't know if it's their place like how assertive should they be to this girl who's just really quiet and they don't know her but then once the boy collapses it's like that that's really scary and nobody knows what to make of that and immediately after that she like Saki is so afraid of her powers that she's like well I need to be punished and if the police won't punish me I'm gonna I'm gonna other myself to like a much more obvious extreme and that's when she starts wearing the black clothes that exacerbates like her position with her peers even more and then like everyone starts to see her as like this cursed witch lady and I feel like like that's like for her at that point she's like accepting it cuz she feels like well if i'm punished this way then like i will never like i deserve this basically cuz like and i do say like credit to saki if these these powers are real she could have grown up to be like a murderer and just killed everyone and hated everyone <sighs> but she didn't she was terrified of the fact yeah. that she hurt yeah. that boy it scared her so much that she wanted to redeem herself by being like <laughs> punished by her peers i think that that's such an interesting part of her personality but it also proves that like her heart's really in the right place here she she doesn't hurt the girls when they try to burn her later yeah. like she she's mm-hmm. so desperate not to cause anyone else harm from these powers, and I feel like that's like a lot of her characterization that I really appreciate getting too. So, but like again, like all the blink stuff. So it's easy to see how it snowballed, like April was saying, because just like she was already kind of closed off and quiet, so it's not like she had a lot of friends to stick up for her. And then when she started wearing black clothes and and, be, and accepting the punishments, they only got worse and worse for her. Yeah. So yeah. like, I, I wonder like if if she hadn't made friends with like Toru and Ochan would she have eventually, like, hated everyone? I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Her heart's definitely in the right place. But again, like, I can't imagine that stuff wouldn't have gotten to her eventually because she's only yeah. human. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's also, I
0: mean, and going back to this trauma, I mean, you're right. It's like there was, she just felt such immense fear and guilt over what she mm-hmm. did. That was, like, the trauma. She almost killed this boy. Because and because the thing is, like, she did, all, like, it, she. this was, like, yeah, he was bullying her and then she, do- she, like, she doesn't realize the potential of her powers and she just wishes mm-hmm. him dead. And then this, like, I can't imagine how terrifying that must have been. And the idea that she's going to punish herself for the rest of her life. Yeah. And the fact that just, like, Megumi's just like, what? No. Yeah. But no one ever tells, no and something I kind of appreciate is that no one ever, again, like, no one ever says, like, Oh, but he deserved it. He was bullying you. You were just defending yourself. Like, there is, like, a very clear, like, that's never part of the conversation. Mm
1: -hmm. Because I feel
0: like you can get into a very slippery slope once you get into that. But, um, in which a lot of times, like, in, like, at least someone who's, like, read up a lot about, like, heroes and superheroes and whatever. Having these superpowers and whatever. Um, that's often the case. It's like, okay, well, like, but it's self-defense or blah, blah, blah. Um, I like that they don't – I feel like that would have been a little cliche to have that conversation. It's like it was just simply like she's terrified because, oh, this is the magnitude of what I can do. And this is – and I almost killed someone. Um, yeah, And just mm-hmm. the – there's – yes, there's guilt, but I feel like there's also – there's a little bit of self-hatred. And when I saw like everything she was going through internally, I couldn't help but think that she's very similar to Kyo in a way because I feel like – Kyo is someone who also is due – I feel like of like – I don't know. I feel like he might be – there. okay, we don't know his curse. We don't know what's going on with him. <laughs> just
1: that there is one. Yeah, if there
0: is one. I mean, maybe the curse is just like, oh, his whiskers turn white or something. I don't know. But um, I just found that there there was like this like – because it's interesting. I always assumed, you know, if there was going to be like kind of a parallel between – Uh, Toru's friends and Toru's potential love interests. Um, It was gonna be, like, uh, Yuki and and Hanajima, and then, obviously, Uochan and and Kyo would be, like, the parallel of, like, in terms of personality. But maybe in terms of darkness, you know, like, he is, like, the cursed one. He's the one who's like the outsider. He's the Mm -hmm. one who Mm -hmm. who, um... You know, I'm assuming maybe there is a point where he feels he feels like it's his fault. He feels like there's something wrong with him, and that's why, like, I, I could easily see her train of thought mimicking, like, or his train of thought mimicking hers in that he sees, like, he feels like he's someone somehow to blame for being the outsider of the zodiacs, right? Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't know. I just found this like very interesting, like, kind of link between the two that I didn't expect. Given how she reacted to her trauma and how he's, of, how little we've seen of him reacting to his. Which I was curious. Do, do, do you agree with that? Like maybe like, Ultan's more like Yuki, Yuki, where it's like, I guess that's more of 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 like what's expected and what's desired where she wants like parent, like she wants like a certain, like she wants, like she's like rebelling against like her situation. Similarly, Yuki's rebelling to his situation. So I don't know, what do you think about this kind of par- parallel thing with her friend with Todu's friends? Or like, is this a possible like foreshadowing? I'm just like, I need answers. So I'm taking anything <laughs> as foreshadowing.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, um, or is this just me reading too much into it? Because that could also be very fair. I
2: think. I think that, like between Toru's friends and then the Soma boys, there's definitely like small parallels between them. Um, but it's kind of interesting because I feel like they're sort of like all like mixed match. If right. that kind of makes sense, like. Like Kyo definitely has like the attitude of like Uo-chan, and that's kind of how like he's like approaching like the trauma. But like his past is a little bit more like Saki's, and whereas like Yuki has like the past of like, you know, Saki, but the or well, no, Yuki is a little bit more like Saki for sure because he's had a, from what we can tell like he's, he's had a isolated, very dramatic yeah. yeah he you know a very like dramatic past as well and then he sort of like approaches it uh, not with hostility but like I don't I don't know like mm, there's a word I want to use and I can't think of it it's um like he's ugh, it's Revolving? like he's Maybe, well, no, he's not necessarily, like, rebelling, but he seems to be very, like, cordial, if that makes sense. like mm-hmm. Like, he's very, yeah. he sets
0: limits to himself. So he pushes yeah. people away, kind of.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, like, he, he treats everyone like an acquaintance. Mm, yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but never, like, but again, like you said, like, he keeps everyone at a distance um or like at a distance and so he like he's like the interesting one because Kyo's, like the perfect mix of the two of them whereas right. like yeah i Yuki's, see Yugi's like he's like Saki but like but then he like he can be hostile towards like Kyo, yeah. and he has like a very hostile attitude towards um like Akito. So it's just it's really interesting, but they there's definitely like similarities between them, so for sure. Okay.
0: All right. Um Michelle, before I get your opinion,
2: random question before because I want to I I'm going to forget if
0: I don't ask her answer. Okay. I mean ask it right now. <laughs> Who is more powerful? So oh. like what is, what like I guess I don't know if we can call Saki's powers like a curse, but like what is more power like what is like the magic of the Zodiacs?
1: Or like, Saki. Like, what's? Stronger? I mean, of them combined, or like one on one. Like, no, I don't. No, I mean, I, mean, I mean, the general. <laughs> just, like
0: the curse. I don't mean that she has to go up against each of them. I just mean like the general, like the magic of the curse that has ruined this family. Or this, like, I'm just saying, like, what if, like, Saki's the one who, like, breaks the curse? Like, what if? Like, she could she maybe. She just,
1: like, uses her wave powers for good and just puts Akido in the hospital. Like, and it's like, <laughs> anyone can marry anyone. You're free. Go. <laughs> no. Get out of here. Get out of here, crazy maybe, kids. Well, like, you know, I,
0: I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Like, I could I easily, like, my fanfic brain just went, like, what if, like, she just, like, shows up? akito makes eye contact with her and just nopes he just goes nope you know what (laughs) i don't need you know what you can do whatever
2: y'all want
0: i'm out i'm not going up against her nope i'm out i mean i wouldn't
2: i wouldn't take chances if i was akito
1: because she'll take it out yeah like she, for sure she hurt that kid when she was little. she has like probably full control of her powers now. She's like sixteen or something. She could yeah. totally take out yeah,
0: yeah, you know, and he's like really weak. He's like very Exactly. you yeah. know really
2: sick. he stands literally no chance,
0: guys. which is what and that which we know is is Shigure's, like plan. you know that we've that's the theory that she has been like slowly making him more and more sick. Or no, that's no, Hattori, that's sorry. That's Hattori. your
1: theory. That's my
0: theory, but Hatori has been slowly killing him, and then he's so weakened that Saki shows up, and he's just
1: like, nope, <laughs> nope, I'm not doing this. I would, like, be so impressed if Hatori was actually poisoning Akito. but I feel like that's just <laughs> nice personality somehow, which is a shame, but yeah. He, he's probably too good of a person to, like, try to murder someone okay, directly. Right, idea, idea. Because
0: yeah. Shigure is not a good person. So what if... <laughs> He's
1: all into the mind games in the No, t-
0: but what if he's like, you know, he like, it's all like a mind game, right? He gains his trust. He gains Hattori's trust. And he like steals medicine from Hatori, Because Hattori's like, oh, you can't use this mushroom because it's very deadly. But I can use it as a chemist to make like an antibiotic or something. Oh and, then, and then he just like takes it. And then he's just slowly killing Akito. And then it's like, ah, oh, it's all coming to plan.
1: He's met Saki. So he's like, hmm, I could use you. Well, I mean, so, like, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he's secretly poisoning him, but then also has this, like, agreement over Tori with him. But then he's also gonna bring Saki in to straight up murder him with these two like, other plants the, going No, no, no. She's, like, the backup, not? backup plant. Oh, Saki's the backup. She's the yeah, she's backup. Yeah, she's, like,
0: the, he's, like, he's gonna keep her, like, like... You know, he's, like, she, he can't show all his cards, cards you know? He, yep. has to, he has to keep one hidden. And that, she's, like, she's his, like, ace. She He's, like, whatever happens, like, you'll be, like, my full house. Like, I'll just go after him. And then, you know, and then Saki will be, like, I cannot kill. And then he's just, like, but he's evil. And then, you know, the typical, like, superhero thing. I just want a spin-off series of Saki just being, like, you know, kind of like what is that what is that that anime of that which kid one, like 100 something I, there's like, what there's 100? like an anime no there's like a there's an anime that's like something hundred or something where it's like a kid who's like who's got like who can have like who can see like waves or whatever the heck and then he's like super powerful but he's super chill and i'm and like
2: when i want to say that's Mop
1: psycho but i don't i haven't seen Mop psycho so i'm not oh, sure that's what well, it is 100 yeah that's what now i know saying. what that kid's power is which is cool i've been meaning to watch that show
0: yeah <laughs> but like i i just i'm like give me the
1: saki version you know I think honestly, though, like from what we've seen presented to us, especially this episode, I feel like Saki would never, she has a, too much self-respect to want blood on her hands. So I don't think she would ever want to murder even Acto. Okay, well, what if to like, hurts Toru? Like, what if he yeah. hurts Toru
0: and then she's just like, you know. And we're all gonna kill him. Yeah. I'm just saying I, mean, I think she she's the, she's our best bet up to this yeah.
1: point, I think she's our best bet against us, the most powerful, yeah, I mean she's got like two powers she can read minds and she can put people in the hospital like that's like a combo, <laughs> everyone else can only turn into an animal, and that's it, yeah, that's all I got going for them. How weak <laughs>
2: <laughs> um okay, but uh um, michelle do do you what did you have
0: anything to say about like kind of how um uh how Saki is
1: can be read as a, a parallel to any of the Somas? I mean, I think she definitely has some similarities to some of them. But I think it's definitely not like a one-for-one one equal thing. Right. And I don't know if that's just because, like, we have enough characters now that it makes sense that some of them would have slightly similar things going on in a there's story. Too many. So- this- <laughs> you're saying there's too yeah. many characters and they're all starting to bleed in together. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they're, I think they all definitely have, like, specific personality traits, but, like, there-, there are so many things that we can say about, like, oh, Momiji, that's also Toru and Yuki, right. and Kyo, and, you know, and, like, Kagura. So I think um it's not surprising that we would find connections but I I wouldn't I don't know I don't I don't know if there's anyone in particular that I feel like strong saki connection to at this point but I could see like sprinkles of her in other people and sprinkles of other people in her yeah gotcha gotcha
0: okay but let's talk about the biggest difference between saki and the somas which is that she has a lovely family
1: yeah she has the best
0: parents her mom kind
1: of reminds me of Todu. a little bit oh my god her face is like the same it was throwing me (laughs) off for a second i was like wait oh the hair's wavy it's not (laughs) Todu. yeah
0: yeah but a little bit reminds me of Todu. and you know they're just they're Like, her dad also, like, it's, like, it's everybody in that family. Like, her grandma, her brother, everyone's just wants her to be, like, the best and happy. They just want her to be happy. They want life to be easy for her. They're just, they do everything right. Um, And I find it interesting because that is, I feel like, what the what's wrong with the Somas is that it's, the problem is their family dynamic, right? You have this kind of, there is no like nurturing home for them. That's Mm. why everyone's so messed up. Whereas with Saki, it's like, okay, there's no, she doesn't have that problem. And she even mentions it later on. She's like, you know, I, that wasn't enough for me. Having a family wasn't enough for me. I also wanted to be accepted. And I, so it gets me thinking is the abusive cycle that we see with the Somas, say we take that element away, you know, they still have to face society. They still would have been, you know, they could have been this whole other thing where it could have been a completely different story, but very similar in that they could have still been outcasts. So this is, so it's kind of like, is this story of Saki telling us that even if the Somas were a perfect family? They'd still have this, this curse w- it, the, the, the family issue isn't enough. Is it, or solving their family dynamic isn't enough. You have to, like, because then their curse, their, their, curse, I guess, is still prevalent and society wouldn't accept them. Like, there's two things that we have to fight. It's their family dynamic and society. Or rather, I guess they're not, this is, I don't think this is a show that would fight society because they kept it as a secret very well. So I guess it's like, even if, like, if we basically, but through this episode, the show is telling us we have to break the curse because even if we, even if Toto just magically solves their family issues, they're still not going to be accepted by society because here you have someone who does have a great family, but all doesn't fit with society because of her powers and. Society, ba- like, attacked her for it. Like, the kids bullied her for most of her life. She she lived it through punishment, punishing herself
1: because of whatever. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to try to tackle that. So, I think, so, like, I feel like one of your questions is, like, so, the, 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 the dysfunction of the Soma family itself going away isn't enough. Because people have to interact with other people. That's part of how capitalism works, I guess. What but does it have to do with capitalism? It's, <laughs> like, like, honestly, this, this is human about nature. Saki's Sofie, family loves her. If she if she could just like live on a farm in the middle of nowhere with her family, she'd probably be really happy. But like that's not... She doesn't want She wants human connection. Yeah, she wants human connection outside her family, and that's fair. So I feel like... But it, like then again, like maybe like her the society of her class at large didn't accept her, but she still found pockets of people who would. Right. And I feel like that that's equally gonna be true for the Somas too. I think it's all about like if you have even like one person who can just like see you as you are and accept you you're gonna be able to face the world in, right. in in like a way that is manageable for you so I feel like getting rid of the yeah I think you're right Peter of so the getting rid of the curse is like step one of maybe like a three-point plan but the second point like thing has to be like that they're they're able to connect with other people in society and feel supported enough to realize like their best version of themselves maybe right. or something. But that is like a, a separate thing that, that I guess is tangentially related to the working on their family dynamic first. Cause that's like actively yeah. hurting them and actively making it harder for them to live any kind of fulfilling life right. inside or outside the family. But once that's gone. Yeah. It's not like going to magically prepare them for the rest of the world. So yeah it, it's gonna take some time but again like we're seeing like I, like Hattori I feel like is on the kids side I feel like Yuki and it has reached out to oh, was it Kisa I saw the little girl yeah yeah yeah, Tag- oh. yeah so he's reaching out to Kisa like Haru's like I feel like that they're all, like is like yeah. been very supportive like I feel like they're they're starting to bond with each other more, like especially all the kids and teenagers. And that's like part of them figuring out how to be supportive inside the family. But then the next step's going to be like, you know, being with people like Toru or Ochan, like people who aren't in their family that can still be a part of their like quote unquote family support system. And it's all like we're seeing it like slowly happen anyway. And Akito is like still even there. So I feel like there's definitely hope for them, but yeah, like it's not like a one thing done, everything's great. It'll probably take some time,
0: right? Right. Yeah. So April, do you think like where where do you fall on this? Do you think that we need like is the curse the is breaking the curse end game for this show, or is solving the family issue end game? Like, can the Somas be happy
2: with this curse still? I present? mean, I. I feel like they could you know what I mean like I think a lot of like what okay what I would hope the end game is is that solving like family issues versus um like cure, take curing the curse because we're not entirely sure like what makes the curse tick So it's hard to be like, all right, Endgame is getting rid of the curse, but we don't know exactly, like, how that, like, what goes into that, you know what I mean? And I feel like if that was going to be, like, what we were striving for, then we would be getting a little bit more of an indication of that, but we're just not. And so I think, like, the easiest thing is just, because, like, they've all figured out how to make do with their curse, the real problem and issue lies within like the family structure and so you know i i think that that's going to be end game is everyone coming to a place where they can find happiness um despite, you know, Akito's best efforts to sort of, like, bring everyone down, which is essentially what he's done. Yeah. Um, like, because when you get down to, like, the core root of it, like, Akito's the problem, like, the the problem. Um, and I mean, that's not to say that, like, there aren't other problems, you know, such as, like, Momiji's mom, um, you know, her, like, rejecting her her child and, like, so on and so forth. But, like, the, like, the core of the abuse sort of seems to stem from there. It, like, is from Aikido and how the rest of the family has yeah. treated them. Um, and it, which is, it's just really strange, too, because, like, yeah, the family's really large, and so you would think that, oh, in such a large family, like, you would be able to find the support, the comfort, the love, the whatever that you need.
1: Um, but it, clearly that's not the case, so. because they don't, like, the, the hashtag outside SOMO family doesn't even know about the curse yeah so it's like how do you be friends with them if you're desperately afraid they're gonna find out the secret and have memory wiped yeah yeah
2: like it's it's just really hard like it, it creates like such a hard situation for all of them so like yeah like yeah, you're a member of like the Zodiac, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't form like the relationships that you need to be happy and to survive. Um, and I think that's like the biggest thing that Toru is giving them is she's like, hey, look, like I am not a member of the Zodiac, but look at like the love that I can give you, like the support that you need and the friendship that you crave. So um, and like, look, it's not just me. Like I have these other two humans who I say humans. Uh, these other two people <laughs> who um, you know also want to be your friend and also you know what I mean like yeah. and it's not and it's sort of like them being able to see past whatever crazy image that Akito or whoever in their family like instilled into their mind so yeah. I think really like end should be like them all moving out of the Soma like estate and I don't know just yeah. going to school, getting jobs, living life, <laughs> living um, life. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, I agree. I think, I think for me, I guess this, 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 and this discussion just stemmed from my worry that it'll it, it'll be reversed. That they'll try, they'll break the curse, and that's what's going to magically cure their all their family problems. Cause you can make the, you can make the argument like, oh, the, everything stems from the curse. The curse is what started this whole family structure or whatever, and that, that is the cause or anything, when it's like, no, the, most of the causes are from the abuse Akito has, has enforced on everybody. It's like, that is what we need to tackle is abusive na- the abusive nature of relationships and power dynamics not necessarily a magical curse because it's like look, like, if you yeah. can turn into a bunny it's like that's not the worst thing in the world
1: you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so it's like I
0: like i wish i could turn into a freaking tiger that is so cool so right? <laughs> you know so that's why i was like you know i that's my I, that's just my worry like because if for instance if they deal with the family stuff first, and then they break the curse, then that's, it's like okay, that's the ideal. That's yeah. ideal, and you know it's understandable why they. Then this this episode for me proves that they need to at the end eventually they do have to somehow break the curse because it's like, it this episode shows like society isn't going for supernatural sometimes isn't yeah. okay with supernatural, so there it, it just shows like you either have to accept it, you know, like 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 Saki does, and you find Toto and whatever. But like, you know, if you're going, if it is a curse that you need a break, that can't, that doesn't supplant, that doesn't replace rather the abuse and the issues. I think, so I guess that's where the, that's where, for me, that's where the, the, the worry comes from. It's like, I hope that the, like the cause of all this, yeah, the curse is tied to how people are, are acting, but it's like your situation isn't, uh, the, an excuse for your horrible actions. In yeah. a way. At least for me.
2: Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> um,
0: but let's talk about, uh, like, kind of the latter half of this episode. Because I, I have emotions. And I have to sort through them with you. So, all right. So, Megubi's <laughs> prayers are answered. You know, he's like, please, I mean, there must be someone in this world who could accept Saki. And it's what a like, good
1: boy. Oh my god. You know, god. good boy. Aww. And
0: the prayers are answered. You know, we have that, you know, after Sa- Saki's family moves cuz they find out about the bullying is through the match incident. Um and it this really shows just how pure uh Saki is, how she how 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 much of a kind soul she is cuz she doesn't care that these these girls are burning her she's like just focus exactly she's like like, you have no idea what you're messing with you don't know any better let me focus on the pain and hopefully and then once they all run off she's thinking thank goodness no one got hurt which Mm -hmm. like you got hurt girl you got (laughs) hurt um but her parents you know they 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 find out about the bullying They they have this lovely scene where they're just like you know they're like you are not a burden to us and her and her dad asks her to keep going which makes me think like are they worried that she's like
1: suicidal or something like I think they I mean, just know her spirits are really low and she yeah. doesn't have any friends and they're her family but they can't be with her like outside of the house really. Right. Yeah. So they, they need – her will needs to be, like, s- stronger to face challenges or, like, yeah. there's there's only so much they can do as parents, I guess. Yeah. 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 I
0: mean, I guess, like, to, like, the not give up, I guess. is Like, don't give up on finding, like, your peace. I guess these he, yeah. things, like, you will yeah. make friends. You will control mm-hmm. your powers. You don't worry. Mm-hmm. Like, but, again, like, the, her parents are doing everything they can. um And then – my- Megumi's prayers are answered because she moves and she meets Toru and Uochan. Um, and Todu is just precious. Every time we see like young Todu, it's like the <laughs> I most love precious young Todu.
1: She's so like a little weird, and I just love <laughs> that about her. It's <laughs> like yes, Toru's not perfect. Like she she isn't like the most popular person in school. They're like getting she's mad at her honest. because she's like having a conversation with. her like we
0: like in lunch, yeah, like, girl, not right now, <laughs> so later. So good. Oh, I feel like everyone just is, like, aware that Toru just sometimes can just get lost in the moment. And everyone's totally. just like, oh, Toru. Yes. Um, I just want her entire class to be just very protective of her. Just being, like, everyone just loves Toru. They're, like, Toru Protection Squad 2K19. Like, they just love her. Um, <laughs> but we have this, like, wonderful kind of introduction to her, to uh, to chan You know, they immediately gravitate towards... um towards uh, Hanajima and they befriend her very quickly and that's all wonderful um but then people f- eventually do find out about Hana's, Hanajima's past um and she of course tries to distance herself from her new friends and we get this scene and this is this, remember, this is what I wanted I want I mean I didn't get sobs I didn't get wails but like this is what I I wanted tears mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted a good cry and um and i got two people crying two count them one and two uh and it was it was so great you know like uh, hanajima was just like get away from me and then was just like never but you're so close to us like we love you i love she's like i love you i love you and i'm just (laughs) like this is kind of gay a little bit the way it's playing. i was just like i ship them like i don't look yuki you're you're a prince you're all right
2: you know kill. you're all right <laughs> you,
0: you know you're 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 cool i guess you know you're a cat but th- this is my ship now like i don't care this is this is who i'm rooting for for end game and it's never gonna happen i know yeah. that but like oh the beauty the what could have been the greatest like show what could have been the greatest thing (laughs) just these three friends and then like you have like well being like the supportive like kiss now and it's like oh oh, I want so much and anyway I just oh this scene this scene was everything it was everything I wanted it gave me tears it gave me pain it gave me angst and it gave me gay I mean what more could I have wanted but um just walk me through what you were feeling through this kind of final scene of like of 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 Toru and 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 um and Hanajima and just this whole kind of from the, from Hanajima finding out about the girls like do you think like one do you think that, that she actually did something to the girls or was it just
1: like, like when was they the girls paying like, just random? somebody oh no it was not random she totally slipped up she was frustrated mm-hmm. about yeah. having to be remembered about that yeah. event cuz it'd been like half a year and she she let her guard down and she hurt that girl and she was like oh damn it and then she i think the reason she ran is because like like Ochan and Toto didn't know this about her past she was keeping it a secret for a reason and she was afraid that once they figured it out that they would reject her so yeah. i feel like her running her away was very much her being like well if you're if you're not gonna like me now anyway like we might as well not do this anymore And, like, it makes sense why that was her initial reaction. But, yeah, I think she did give that girl, like, a headache or whatever. But it's just because she wasn't paying attention to her own feelings in the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she did kind of lose. She kind of just freaked out, and that well, you know, yeah made her lose I,
2: control. I'm sure it like took her extremely off guard to hear totally. about these. You know yeah, what I mean? That
1: they, like those girls just nonchalantly come in, she's brain torn his hair. They're like, "Oh hey, did you like almost kill a boy in your last <sighs> oh, school? Man. Everyone's saying you were a delinquent and you smoked and you burned some girl's hand. Like, yeah. why would you ask that <laughs> in the class? you like her and her friends, like that well, at seems least they like were upfront thing. about it. They like went they to the were. source. They were they, like, they you know what? Sure. We're not gonna, we're not gonna, we're not
0: gonna make these rumors even crazier. We're just gonna go straight to her and ask. That's, that's true.
1: I, <laughs> I, just, I guess I like, <laughs> asking someone that though, and not like expecting them to get really upset, I even mean, if it was true. I mean, yeah, you wouldn't ask someone like, "Hey,
0: did you kill someone? Like, did you kill a boy?" <laughs> like, you won't, you won't. Yeah. Do, that's not the greatest way, but like, also, I I appreciate the the gall they had to to
2: ask
1: because yeah. I mean, weaker guess.
0: weaker girls would just like. <laughs> was, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd like maybe like send a text message like, "Hey, I just heard this rumor. Is it <laughs> don't ask. Like. Please, that's so
1: awful. Oh. Or, or just don't ask. Like, that's none of your business. It's like, you know what does I mean? somebody say to that when it's a person they, like, don't even know? When it's just some kid from their class? Like, well, right? if I confirm this, it's bad. If I don't confirm it, they might not believe me because they don't know who I am. Like, what am I, I supposed mean, Branson, to say? If, yes. if, I, if I had a classmate
0: who, who's rumored to have killed someone... I I wouldn't have asked them because exactly. I'm like I don't want you to kill yeah. me, but just, I would that, think right? about it. I can't just be like, okay, it's none of my business. I'm just not. I'm going to forget this happened. You know, it's like
2: I understand them wanting answers. Is what I'm saying. I mean, I understand that too, but also like, it's we not know your better. But like, right? Okay. But but the other thing, too, is, like, I don't even think that, like, if I was that age, I would have asked. I would have just been like, oh, that's a crazy rumor, and then, like, been done with it. But I was also not into, like, the whole, like, gossip kind of, like,
1: stuff. So... That's the thing this show's good at, too, because, like, it's it's done this a couple times. Like, using rumors as a way that just so easily destroys, like, someone's reputation, like, social Um, reputation at school. It only takes one rumor of something that's, like, not even true to just have everyone look at you a different way and start to ostracize you. And then you're just, like, helpless to stop it. It's so scary, but, like, it's so legit, too.
0: And I think that's what's so – I think that's what's so – valuable and like I, I like how this is like how the episode ends because if you compare it to how it started with these girls like you know you had these girls defending her from bullies right but then everyone just bought into what happened yeah everyone just bought into it like they stopped be and even if say for instance she was friends with them even if she wasn't like let's just say she was at that moment after that happened no one was friends with her mm-hmm. whereas with this here's here it is about to start again And she's fearing for, okay, once I'm going to be alone again. And then Todu and and Uotan are like, nope. We're going to be with you. We're still going to be friends with you. And we're still going to hang out with you. And I guess that's, like, what makes the difference.
1: That's what makes the the whole difference. And, again, like, it's easy to see why they stuck up for her. Because they sniffed out that she was kind of not yeah. you know fitting in any way and they've both also been bullied before and they know how that feels and they know not to just like believe rumors that that's like it can destroy your life and it's it's very damaging and then like as far as i know this girl's been great and she's gone over to see kyoko a bunch yeah so, like they're not gonna let that ruin their relationship with her but i think it also maybe took some of their personal ex- experience to kind of get on her level there too. Whereas like yeah. a rando from the class maybe wouldn't have been able to do that. But totally. they, they they were also like extremely respectful of
2: her too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like rather than like, you know, seeing like, oh, she ran away and then like hard pressing her about it. They, you know, they they let her like, I guess almost like have that moment where like, hey, like they didn't outright say it, but you could very much get the feeling that, Like, if this is something you want to talk about, we're here and you can talk to us about it. But, like, if you don't want to talk about it, we're not going to ask about it. And so, I think, like, I think that's the other thing, too, is where, like, those random girls just, like, went in and just, like, charged right into her business. Mm -hmm. But, like, Toru and Uotan were very, very respectful and were like, hey, like, we're here for you. So, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean I will say also like I really like how Uachan was very clearly told her, Don't like, what do you want? Exactly. You know, yeah. she was like, Don't assume that what you should be doing, whatever, what is it that you want? If you don't want to hang out with us anymore, fine.
2: Yeah. But what do you want want, like legit. And and, and they and I have no doubt that while like Uchan and Toru would have been very upset, they again would have been respectful of her yeah. wishes, like yeah. and would have yeah. been like you don't want to hang out with us anymore. Like, you don't have to hang out with us. We still want to hang out with you. Like, and that's like, that's something so different. And so, like, it's such an amazing feeling to have people who want to hang out with you no matter what. Like, that's incredible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I I don't know, I I just really, like, because here's also, I think, and what makes all this all the more, like, heart-wrenching is that, you know, Hanajima just... Was go was prepared to live this life of punishment, like and guilt for what she did, and punishing herself. And it's like, you know, it's that it's it's this question of of it's it kind of ties back in a way to like Ritsu and like the desire to live, and like that's not a selfish thing to want to live. That's not a selfish thing. So similarly, it's like this is not a selfish thing to want to be happy, to want to be with, to want. To have people around, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, I don't deserve this. It's like, but what do you want though? Because that's not a, it's not a bad thing to want, mm-hmm. you know. So it was just a very, um, it, it was very well done in this, in this scene of just all the elements that are being thrown at you. Her thinking what she should do, and then her finally admitting to someone who's to these two people who are openly are like we want to hang out to accept her
1: yeah and and
0: like have accepted her and still accept her even after finding out um her uh, about the darkest part of her Mm -hmm. and still embracing her and still accepting her like to to also very clearly go okay like look we still accept you but you still have to make the choice are you gonna live a happy life or are you gonna keep punishing yourself and she decides you know what i am gonna be happy and I guess that's the point of the title. Because I was happy, she decides to keep being happy. So, tying it all together. Um, (laughs) Good job. (laughs) Tied it all back. Um, But, yeah, so we got, uh, at the end, we did get Kyoko-san. Because of course we
1: have to get yes, to the end. I was so happy. Yes. Uh, there's just something about like having this like thirty-ish year old woman talking to this like younger generation of women that's just like so affirming. And like it, it's nice when if she talks to anyone but it's just something about her like bestowing her wisdom to these teen girls that just like I always appreciate seeing. It's very yes, good content. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the fact that it's like my favorite voice actress do- giving the, more, the, the 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 wisdom <laughs> I mean it makes it nice. Yeah. It's like it makes it even better. But um but there is something she does say that makes me a little worried which is um she says that even if the three of them of the three of them decide to go their separate ways that some part of that relationship that they had, that bond that they share is always gonna stay with them, which mm-hmm. is like mm-hmm. lovely. I love that because you know people drift apart, blah, blah, blah. like i I love that message. but they better not drift apart is what I'm saying. <laughs> they better not. like we saw it and we you know we saw it. I mean I, I, maybe this like I, I you could read it as like foreshadowing possibly, but I feel like this is like this is the most that they the, this was to tie it back to episode twenty one right? Because that was the whole yeah. point of 21 was like the threat of like Todu no longer needing, t- like no longer wanting to being a part of Saki- Saki's life. And it was the whole jealousy thing. And that I guess that was like to tie those two episodes together. Um, but also I don't want them to be to, go, to part ways. Like I want these <laughs> friends to stay friends for the rest of their lives. Like is that too much to ask?
1: I don't, I don't think it's too much friends. to ask. Yeah, I mean I feel like it's kind of and, like, I I don't I don't know Japanese culture well enough to, like, be any kind of authority on this. But New York saying you were, like, getting serious, like, vibes from Saki and Taru. I mean, like, I was too, but I also didn't believe for a second they were going to end up together. And I feel I like yeah. there's this thing about, like, girls being allowed to show a lot of, like, intimacy and, and right. love, frankly, with their peers. Um, but then there's this... Expectation that that sometimes like transfers to their potential romantic future husband later so it's like all fine and acceptable when it's in high school and they're still figuring themselves out and growing up but then like th- that best friendship transitions to like the the person they marry and that becomes their new like best friend for wow. life and that inherently means they drift away from all those like school people that were important to them when they were younger and i don't think it has to be that way but i do think that's like kind of a thing i've seen happen a lot yeah
0: and like maybe that's part
1: of the fear right it's like well if like yuki or kyo like hooks up with toru she's not gonna have as much time for us because that's just how these things go and she can't have that many people be that important to her but i would hope that she still could like if anyone could make that work out i feel like toru could but I mean, oh, yeah. It's yeah. It's even, yeah,
0: I mean, for me, it's not even like, for me, it's more the, 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 like, I just don't like how um, in society, it's kind of like, okay, once you like, get a, get a boyfriend, get a, whatever, get a significant other, mm-hmm. suddenly you drop your friends, because that, and that's something that we just, it, it happens, that just people tend to like drop their friends, and then when they break up with the person, then they show up again, <laughs> and it's like, no, if you want to be friends, like, it's one thing if it's, like, like, I understand, like, um, I understand, like, life, and, like, I don't know, for me, I guess I'm, like, more, like, okay, like, if someone moves away, if they're working, like, whatever, they're opening right. a new chapter, like, yeah. that to me is fine, and, like, you know, and I'm I'm not saying, like, oh, like, you're, 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 whoever you marry can't be, you're, like, you can't be your best friend, blah, 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 like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, Give your friends a call if you haven't <laughs> called your friends in
1: a while. I'm sure you know, Tori will. Well. She's too yeah. good at being friends with everyone right. and checking in with mm-hmm. everyone all the time to not do that. But it just like the frequency probably will drop just like as yeah. t- new things happen app? in Is life. That, yeah. yeah. That, and that's, that's hard. hard. I just, that's hard yeah. for anyone who's, like, yeah. friends with people when they're younger. And then it's just, like, not quite the same when you grow up and have to do different stuff now yeah. instead yeah. of being just, in
0: grade school all the yeah. time together. I, like, mm-hmm. I guess for me, I just wish that, like, um, like, in media in general, not just, like, in, in this or whatever, and just in general, like, worldwide, we, we start showing people, like, that you can be – married or you can be in a relationship and still have your own life. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay. It's very
1: important. It's very you know?
0: Important. To have it's your right. own space, to have your own mm-hmm. friends so that whatever happens in, in in your household or in whatever, you can still like it's you have a support system and it's okay to have yeah. people in your life that maybe not necessarily interact. Or if they do they can interact, but they don't have to interact and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I hope that The show, even though <laughs> kyoko san is very wise, and I understand what she's saying, I also hope that, like, you know, we don't get to a point where we see, like, oh, like, Todus, like, just only talks to them on the phone and never sees them because she's too busy going on dates with the cat or the mouse. Like, <laughs>
2: yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But what, what do you think, April? No, I... I I mean, I get it, but I think also, like, something, like, I totally agree. Like, I think it's important whenever you start to, like, when you're in a relationship with someone to also continue, like, you know, maintain your friendships and everything like that. Um, Because you never know, like, when you're going to need them. Um, But Mm -hmm. also the, like... I think the most important part is like, I think that like, it's sort of like part of like growing up too. And I think that's right. kind of like the lesson that we're like, we're like learning underneath it all too, is that like, this is just a natural thing that happens. And, right. you know, um, I'm very fortunate because like, I have a very, very strong, like friend group, like I have several strong friend groups, like I have a really strong friend group with like, my work with, like, my coworkers, like, I have a really strong friend group within the podcast, like, and then, like, I have another, like, friend group outside of that, too, and so, but, like, my husband doesn't necessarily, like, intermingle with all of these groups, like, so I think that's nice, because, like, like, just tonight, my husband was like, oh, what are we doing on Thursday, and I was like, um, well, I have plans with my friends, so I don't know what you're gonna do with your life, (laughs) but, like, like, that's literally what I texted him, so, (laughs) But that's something that I guess, like, I also had to learn, too, because, like, in past relationships, I used to just be like, this is, like, you're the only person. I don't need anybody else. And then, like, whenever it ended, like, my life sort of fell apart. And so I think this is, like, this is bringing, like, that small lesson because it's such a big lesson, you know, Um, to learn, like, to learn firsthand versus, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, learning it, like.
1: You know, sort of in this type of setting, it's yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Like, and I think like it also took one of my past relationships to really understand like the same the same lesson basically. Like, one person cannot be your everything. That does a disservice to you and them. Like, Mm -hmm. you you need different people for different things, and one person can't give you all of what you need because everyone's different, and you just like you can't like for your own sanity and sense of selfhood, you can't just always be with one person. Yeah. In this same context. And like, that's perfectly normal. But I do think like, yeah, there is this weird idea, maybe just from like movies and stuff, that like when, when, when you find that person, like you just hang out with them alone forever and you never hang out with anyone else again because they're just like the perfect person. But that's like really not true. You should always have like a friend support network outside of that because like that is a yeah. part of your life and it's an important part of your life, your partner, mm-hmm. but that is not the only part of your life. And exactly. you still need to be able to have your own sense of your like independent life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that covers it for this episode. Um,
0: I I mean, I don't know, Michelle, do you have any like last thoughts? Because I think we covered it all. We covered it all. I think it's like a pretty
1: good. I am like wondering about the next episode, because I feel like either I heard Hattori's voice or Shigure's voice, and either way, I'm very curious. What we, could be going on. I, be I, mean, I hope. I not
0: just. I just facepalmed so hard
1: because <laughs> I like don't What is the deep sadness of Shigeru's backstory? No, I don't I want long it.
0: Glass. Okay, I will spit on it. I don't want it. I don't <laughs> I want it. I will throw backstory. it like a frisbee and he'll go and chase it and then bring it back to me and I'll still like not want it. I'll be like go away. I don't want you. Like you're a mean, weird, creepy dog and I don't want you. Um, you know, like, I think it's very fitting, like, also that he, like, his dog is no, like, specific breed.
1: Like, it's I'm just like, like a yeah, dog.
0: Like, yeah. I'm just like, you, 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 you can't, like, you know, like, if his dog looked like, I don't know, like a golden retriever or something, I was, good. that, I would yeah. be like, this is, this is, this doesn't, this doesn't fit. This is not right. Um, <sighs> like he can't be a golden retriever he can't be a uh, uh, uh like lassie i don't know what type of dog lassie is but you she know like McCoy. one of those trusting
1: dogs he can't trusting. be a trusting dog he can't he be one of the a, br- a, uh, a trusting a dog he just
0: can't um i, I refuse <laughs> um so anyway um april do you have any like l- l- closing thoughts before we go
2: um no not really i think we like covered it all we covered everything i wanted to talk about with this episode so and it was just such a it was just it was such a good one even though like it It was very heartbreaking at times
0: yeah yeah um i i will finish with just saying that my theory that everyone's in love with Todu still stands and yeah, it's just solidified solidified with this episode <laughs> <laughs> like it's been solidified but like this one's like really sells it alright um, but that does it for us you can find out all the info on this podcast at overlyanimated.com you can join us on discord to text shout about animation at overlyanimated.com slash discord you can support us via patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated thanks to all our current patrons especially our patron of the podcast Taylor aka Needle and thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh Michael and Needle thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time bye Bye!